connected to the text, I thought it would be more appreciated, rather than connected to a sifri and the like. So, I took an Indian, and we'll see how we go. It's actually quite pshatover, down to earth. This highlight is written, you know, some fine details, fine. Detail, chazvachalil are fine. Every detail in the Chumash is fine. The details, he highlights how fine they are. Okay. And we are going, because it's getting late. And dosi jaze. I use a different, a different text at home, so therefore, we'll find it now where it is in this Chumash. I think it's base. Oh, here we go. That's good. Uh, nine, nine fifty-two. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh boy. No, no, no. It's clean. I didn't touch it. It's all yours. No, no, no need. No need. I grabbed it. Don't. It looks different. It's a different tea bag. It's a different type of tea. I dafka wanted temple tea. What do you call it? The tea. Green. The green tea. Green tea. That's what I thought. We can stay alone. Okay. I'm going to drink this because I'm going to Yeah, I mean. Is he an electrician? Yeah. He's a... No, he's not. Jack of all trades. He's a... Everything. Jack of all trades. Uh, it's everything. Right. Okay. Oh. Me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean he's a Menachemol all trades? A Jack of Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We started yet? We will start. 952. When 952? Page 952. Moshe Rabbeinu conveys here and repeats, records what we've learned before in Pasha's Chukas, and we'll get back there, about Eretz Sichon Vaoig. How, what brought them about to conquer? to make the conquest of Sichoin, the land of Sichoin, and the land of Oig. Now, Sichoin is, is the king, right? And Oig is the king. Oig Melech HaBoshon and Sichoin Melech HaEmoiri. And we're talking about the Eretz of Sichoin Melech HaEmoiri and Oig Melech HaBoshon. So it's the Eretz Sichoin VaOig. So what Bnei God of Bnei Ruven wanted Sichon wanted Sichon Vaig. They wanted Eretz Sichon Vaig. In other words, where they reigned, where they were kings, Sichon Vaig were kings of those lands. Okay. Now in the Chumash it says, starting from Shishi, page 952, it says, Moshe Rabbeinu says, Hashem said to me, Let's see how they translate it. Hashem said to me, See, I have begun to deliver before you Sichon and his land. Begin to drive out to possess his land. Okay. Zolzain. Doesn't sound bad, that translation. And we read on. And he conveys, he starts telling you the story. They came across us to wage war. They waged war against us. We won the war. We were successful. And yeah, we were triumphant. Is that the word? Yeah. We get, we conquered all their cities. Banachrim. Okay. Confiscated it all. Ended. Good. So that's who? That's Sichon. Correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then we're going on. 
And we're talking about Oik. Vayetze Oik, that's Posek Aleph, starting from Kapitel Gimel. After they finished off with the Sicha, Melech HaMuri, Moshe Rabbeinu conveys what's going on with Oik. Okay. And so happened. Now, what's going on here? I'm just looking for another posuk here. Amy, not please, I'd my home. Yes. Bez Lamadalif. Okay. Bez. Where was Bez Lamadalif? Hmm. We just had it, yeah? Oh, I'm sorry. You see, I think I needed a POSIC before that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, Beseda, 9.50. Be so kind, again. Oh, hello. Yeah. Okay, so on 9.50, we'll just find the same expression because it just needed that posse to convey, to highlight the, the word. Uh-huh. Moshe Rabbeinu talks. Hashem, that's where Hashem is speaking, I'm sorry. What we were talking about on 9.52 is the way Moshe Rabbeinu is speaking to Am Yisroel, right? And 9.50 is speaking how HaKadosh Baruch was speaking to Moshe. Yeah. And he says to the Yidin, this is what Hashem said to me. Okay? And then he continues on, and he says in Gimel, where it says, um, I'm sorry, in, in Lamed, Lamed Dalet, I'm sorry, what was it? We started the Chav Dalet. And then we went on to Lamed Gimel, uh, uh, that's and Lamed Aleph, where he starts, where Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, Again, okay, ended. Now, and then, good, to the Rogat Shover going to ask as follows, take a look. By the first time when Moshe Rabbeinu is mentioning Sichin Melech Hashem uses the term Hashem. It says, "Vas Hashem said." Start. 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 Right? We don't find it by uh, Oig, right? When we read on with Oig, by Hashem says, Right? Because he didn't start there. Okay, very nice. But there's no Hochel there, right? In other words, what is the meaning of the Hochel? Highlighted, mentioned. Why the need for it? And what does it mean, Bachlal? Right? Begin the process. Right? But what is it all about? Why the Hochel? And what is the definition of the Hochel? If it means beginning, what does Hashem have to say? And why is Moshe Rabbeinu repeating the Okay, That's number one. Number two, if you notice, um, by 
by Oig Melech by Sicha Melech HaMuri, Hashem says to him, Hashem says, Hachel, where's that Hachel again? Yeah, Lamed Aleph, no? It's Sichai. Yeah. Hayom Azeh. Lamed Aleph, Sichai. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Back to 950. So we're asking about the Hochel. Why does it say Basichon Hochel? Correct? What is the definition of Hochel? Also, by in Pasuk Hochdalet it says, Nasati Viyotcha Sichon Melech Cheshbon Ho'em Moiri Ve'es Artsoi. Artsoi. Yep. Artsoi. Doesn't talk about his people. Lamed Aleph, 952 again. You repeat it. Artsoi. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes or no? Yeah. Good. When it comes to Oig, Melech HaBoshon, what's it say there? It's Hashem cool. says in Posuk Beis, that's 952 and 954, you get it? Amoy Ve'esartsoi. That's on page 954 on the first, the top of the page. Yeah, yeah. Good. Sada, we'll appreciate and understand this if we'll turn to Pashas Chukas. Be so kind. Pashas Chukas, we'll get, I'm sorry that I'm a bit, a bit unclear because this Chumash gets. It's the Kim and Amana Yu, Mr. Fashtain. In other words, I have a, a, a regular Chumash I learned, I used in the fifth, like what I used in Yeshiva in the fifth grade. That's where I follow very well. These regular, normal, standard, single homoshim. Okay, figure it out. This is the modern, modern Bible. Let's move. Sorry. It's not the new one. Yeah, you got it. Excuse me, Lahavgo. I didn't mean that, but yeah, I did. I didn't mean that, but I meant what I said. It's two different kings he's talking about. Yeah, sure. And that's exactly what my whole question is. Why, by does he say. Es Amoy, es Artsoy. And why by, by Sichon? And why by Oig does he say es Amoy, es Artsoy? What do you conquer the people? You conquer the land, you conquer the people? He says he's Sichon's peoples were Amoy. The people Sichon was ruling over were Amoy. Correct, so. What about it? Shkoyach, thanks for the information. So what about it? Amoy is separate from the Who's Who? Sichon, the Amoy. Yeah, so what about the Arabs? What? In other words, we're asking a simple question. Why? Of course, Sichon is different than Amoy. But it's a Sichon, the S Amoy, but there's no Artsoi. Mm-hmm. And in other words, there's only Artsoi. Sichon, we say Sichon, the S Artsoi. And by Oig, we say Sichon, Amoy, the Artsoi. And we're asking why? A simple question, olive based question. And we'll appreciate that if we'll understand what the Hochel is. Which Hochel is out of place. Hashem says, stop. What are we starting? What kind of process are we starting? Finished. Let's take a look at Parshas Chukas. Towards the end of Parshas Chukas. It's now uh, after Shishi, I think it is, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Shkoch. 852. And the request of Sichon, who is the king of Amori. 852. You want to pass through your land, you have to go to Yisrael. He says, nothing doing, you can't. We're not letting you. So, the Sichon comes out and attacks them, right? 
So it says the Yisrael basically whacked them. Beautiful. Finished. Knocked them out, conquered the land. Good? Wonderful. And all the psukim continue on describing what went on there, what the king Sichon was, Melech Boyov, Tutzer, Gansamaisis, Nebuch, Next, next case. Then we go on. Vayishlach Moshe Leragelis Yazer, okay. They're going on to the Haboshon, Vayifna Vayalo Derech Haboshon. Yeah? I'm sorry. Okay. Vayifna Vayalo Derech Haboshon, Vayitzi Yogim Melech Haboshon, Lekrosim, Hovach Halam Elam Lecham Adrei. Yeah? Vayem Hashem Alam Beish Altiro, you say. We're talking about Oig now, right? Sichan and Oig. That's the original initial story. Vayyotam Asati Yosek Alam Oig. Vesarza here again, yeah, you got it. Veskalamoi, veskalarza. It says again, amaviarza, right? What did it say before? It also says amaviarza. Vesichon, vayirushasarza. Right? Again, you have the same distinction. Vesichon is again it mentions only arza. You noticed? Eight fifty-two. Yeah, and afterwards it says vayirushasarza. Correct? Yeah. Okay, but here by oig it says again amaviarza. Correct? You see it? Same difference. Beautiful. Next. The Torah is consistent, Baruch Hashem, but the mess is that we see it. Good. You know what it says? Then it says, Vayakov Oisoi, Vezbanam's Kalamei, Ad Bilti Yishu Esar, Vayirshu Esar Tzai. Yeah? Beautiful. Vayirshu Esar Tzai. Now the question arises, here we go, another question. Simple question. Obvious question. And that is as follows. Why when it comes to, when they smite Sichoin, it says as follows, that they smite Sichoin, Vayakei Yisro Lefichorev. Posuk Chavdala, page 852, second line, from the bottom. Right? Okay, Yisrael By Oig, what does it say? Third line on page 854, third line from the bottom. Why? No Lefichorev there. Mask it. Good. Another difference. Why? It says in by Sichon it says by Yakei Yisrael Levi Chorev by Yirash Es Artsoi by Yirash Es Artsoi singular by Yirash Es Artsoi good huh good guess what take a look at what it says here by Oig Pasuk Lamed Hey by Yakei Yisrael by Yirshu Es Artsoi plural Chai now I'm asking you. Shouldn't we be ashamed of ourselves that we didn't ask these questions till now? I haven't found that the Mepharshim to deal with it or treat it. I didn't look too much because I got caught up with all this, you know, this amazing stuff. But anyway, there's just one key thing to, which reconciles all the issues, says the Rogan Shavar going. How do you like that? No? It's, not, it's unbelievable. What's going on here? Says the Rogan Shavar going as follows. We'll understand it all with one approach. With one uh, concept, with one uh, f- uh, f- uh, f- fundamental, some in- fundamental information, which really many of us know this information, and that is as follows. So uh, also, also singular. Vayakeyu Yisrael. Singular. and here is also. Beautiful. It says Vayaku. Vayaku is plural. Vayaku. But also is Vanav. There's also a singular and plural there. Good. 
by a K Yisrael, yeah? That's singular. Yes. And he keeps on talking about singular. Oh, excuse me, can I just say something? You look through, starting, I just highlighted the Vayirash, singular, right? But the Rokhachev says Vayirash Vechulu. Go through from Sichan until Oy, you'll see every posik is singular. All, the whole, the whole, uh, the grammar, the whole, right? It's all singular, all the way through. The whole story, description of uh, thing, of, uh, of uh, the grammatical. What I'm saying, both, both ways, they, they smote he, he smote him. So it's not this, uh, even... Uh, you want to tell me some more differences? Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> now we'll see. Uh, excuse me, Drogacheva is not a closed book. Yeah. Fine, he highlights many of them, now he leaves some for us. And if what he says, well, I can tell your problem is... Baruch Hashem, and if not, you'll have to work on it and write your own Rukhachov. Wonderful. That's good, you're entitled, that's what it's all about. Because Baruch wants us to use our heads. Okay, now, before uh, we've learned as follows, and I think that's where, this is what we're learning, Shishi. So somewhere in Hamishi, yeah, was it in Hamishi? Anyway, Rashi basically explains what's going on here. Because you have to understand, you see, the Pesach says that Sichon was Melech Ha'amuri, right? You get it? So Melech Ha'amuri means that he, um, uh, the Amorim, Amorites, right, are from the, Sh- of the Zion Amomim, right, from the seven nations. Wonderful. Nevertheless, it says, Sichon is Melech Cheshboin. How was he a Melech Cheshboin? You know Cheshboin? Cheshboin was Moyov. In other words, Sichon, Oig, Sichon, sorry, Sichon, Melech HaMoyri was a Melech in Cheshboin, the Chumash says. Ki Cheshboin, ir Sichon, Melech HaMoyri. Right? And he was what? Sichon, Melech Cheshboin. That's what the Torah keeps on talking about. And that's this whole narrative, 854. The whole section is talking how Sichon is really Melech HaMoyri. And he settled and lives in Cheshboin. And he conquered it from Moyov. And Nebach and all the rest of them. Read the Chumash and the Rashi. It's all there on page 854. The outcome. So Sichon is Melech HaMoyri. He, he nevertheless is living, he lives, he dwells in Cheshboin. Now, what, in other words, yeah, why does he dwell in Cheshboin? Because basically Cheshboin was Moyov, was Eretz Moyov. It belonged to Moyov, Cheshboin, right? Take a look at the Chumash and the Rashi. How does it come to Sichon? How is Sichon living in Moyov? How is he living in Cheshboin, which is Eretz Moyov? So basically, the story is, like Chumash and Rashi tell us, that Sichon waged war against Moyov and conquered Moyov. So Sichon conquered Moyov. Good. Good. Oig. Oig. I'm sorry. Sichon also conquered Amoin. Another city, Amoin. Right? Another, another nation, Amoin. That's not found in the Chumash explicitly, right? Nevertheless, it's found in Tanakh Yehoshua. It's very clear in Tanakh Yehoshua, where it says in Yehoshua, when it says that he's giving uh, God the part in Eretz Sichon Vo'ig, in the land of Sichon Vo'ig. So it's very clear there that it says he's giving them a section of Sichon and he's giving them a section of Amon. In other words, well, how are they giving the Bnei God a section of Amon, which is in the Eretz Sichon? Like Bnei God requested, because again, the Mephorshim say, 
right? And it's obvious that Sichon, Melech, Ha'anoiri conquered Amoy. No worries. And it's explicit in Tanakh Shoiftim, Perikud Aleph, where there's the deliberation between Yiftoch Hagilodi and the Melech Amoy. And Melech Amoy says, hey, how did you guys conquer our country, Amoy? So Yiftoch Hagilodi says, what do you want from me? We conquered it from you. We conquered it from Sichon. Sichon conquered it from you. So it's Mefurish and Shoiftim, the story. But what we have from all of this is that Sichon, Melech Cheshboin, dwells, Sichon, Melech Amori dwells in Cheshboin. <coughs> Basically, that's after he conquered Amoin and Moyov. Okay? Now, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to the Am Yisrael as follows. Loisotsur, right? That's where we find that. Know who remembers the Psukim? He says to the Am Yisroel, uh, that should be, uh, uh, that should be, you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't engage, you shouldn't uh, amass over Amoin and Moyav, HaKadosh Baruch who commanded the Am Yisroel. Where are those Psukim? Okay, that should be a little, a bit before, right? As they're traveling, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, refrain from amassing, right? Moyav and refrain from amassing Amoin. You get it? Where is it? It's terrible today. I'm so sorry. I'm accusing myself. Please excuse me. Can't can't concentrate. Okay, good. But we know that it's mafurish in the chumish somewhere. Where is it? No, Balikriya. Yid learn chumish. Hashem says al tizgar ba mulchama v'leisotzeres al totzeres moyav al totzeres moyav al tizgar ba mulchama. Right. Hashem says, don't engage Moyov and don't enrage them and don't amass with, over them. Not Amoin and not Moyov. Finished. Okay, here we go. If that's the case, if Sichon conquers Amoin and Moyov, how, how does Moshe Rabbein with Am Yisrael conquer Sichon? If Hashem says you can't conquer Moyov and you can't conquer Amoin, if so, how can he conquer Sichon, which is Melechezboi? Because it's not his territory, it wasn't his territory. But well, it wasn't. Now, now it's his territory. So, in other words, Sichai Melechai Amoiri is the king of, in Amoiri. So, in this, this Sich, Eretz Sichai proper, and then there is an annex to Eretz Sichai proper, and that is Amon Amoyev. So, our question is, what right do the Am Yisrael have to conquer Eretz Sichai? They can conquer Eretz Sichai proper. But how, what right do they have to conquer Eretz Sichon, which, is, which was annexed, annexed to Eretz Sichon, and that is Amon Umoyev. With what right? Hashem says, Al-Totzer, Al-Tizgar, Ba-Muhammad, Al-Totzer, is Moyev. It's not Moyev and Amon anymore. So the answer is, what did you just say? It's not Amon Umoyev. It's not Amon Umoyev. Good. It's in the Gemara, Daf Samach. The Gemara says, It's the people, not the land that they destroyed. No. Hmm? Nothing no, to no, do. No. What's it have to do? No. And everything, it goes all together. He says, you keep away from Moab, you keep away from Amon, don't come to the land. The whole, the people and the land. 100% so. 100% so. The Gemara says in Mesech Techulim, Daf Samach, Amon, Umoyov, Tiharu B'Sichon. That's it. What right did the Eden have to conquer Sichon? Now, Sichon, Eretz Sichon, the land of Sichon. So Eretz Sichon proper, 
we understand. But how, what right did they have to conquer Eretz Sichon, which was annexed to Eretz Sichon, and that is Amon Umoyov, says the Gemara. Amon Umoyov Tiaru Besichon. It's a Gemara in Gitna, the Gemara quotes it in Masech Techulim. Amon Umoyov were permitted because it was Tiaru Besichon. They became, so to speak, cleansed via Sichon. It became permitted via Sichon, because Sichon conquered Amon Umoyov. Okay, good. Says the Raghat Shavar now we can appreciate all the differences between when we discuss and describe how they conquer Eretz Sichon and the way they come and, 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 and the way the Torah describes and discusses Eretz Oig. Let's go back a moment to Parshas Dvorim, which we were learning. And that is Hochel. That's the first. We'll start with that. Hashem says Hochel. Says the Rogat Shavar Goyen, it's a mefurish Yerushalmi in Shviz, what the Hachil is all about. You know what Hachil is? Hachil doesn't mean he got it all wrong. This fellow is a nice man, and he translates it, you know, literally, and he's right. He's not mechuyif to know a Talmud Yerushalmi. But you know what the Gemara says in Talmud Yerushalmi in Mesech the Shviz, Perik Vov? I saw it tonight, thanks to the Rogat Shavar. Rogat Shavar says, it says, you know what Hachil means? Hachil means it becomes Chulin. Chulin. And that is Amoin Umoyov Tiharu Besichon. Basically, the Rogat Shavar Goyen says, Moshe Rabbeinu is in a major dilemma. What's happening? They're standing here about, they're standing near Oik, near Eretzichon, sorry, and they want to pass through his land. He knew very well that you can't conquer Amoin, you can't conquer Moyov. You get it? He knew very well that Sichon, Melechah, and Moiri conquered Amun and Moyev. He therefore wasn't prepared to conquer Amun and Moyev. He wasn't prepared to conquer Eretz Sichon either. What happens? They therefore send a request to Eretz Sichon, to Melech, to, to the Sichon, Melechah, and Moiri, we would like to pass through, just to use it as a throughway in order to go to Eretz Yisrael. He says, nothing doing. Now what happened? He doesn't wage war. He comes out against the Eden. Sichon wages war against them. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't want to come near him. They had to protect themselves. Bemela, therefore, to protect themselves, they had no choice. Moshe Rabbeinu was Mesupik. He wasn't sure if he was allowed Bechlal to conquer Eretz Sichon. Because it's Amon and Moyov annexed to Sichon, annexed to the land of Sichon, to Sichon's land, to, 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 to Eretz Sichon proper. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Read the words. Now let's go back. Let's look inside and we'll see. The Lashonis of the Psukim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to him, Vayimah Hashem Eli, 952, Hashem says, I started to give you. He says, I started. Now the Rishon doesn't say anything on the Hachiloisi. He says it on the Hochel. Hochel Rosh. Moshe Rabbeinu was afraid. So he says, Moshe HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to him, I'm giving you Sichon Vesartso. Hochel Rosh. Hochel. Go conquer it. Why? Because it's Hochel. It was Nishalel. It becomes like ordinary territory. It's not territory of Amunumoyev anymore. It's Chulin Huloch. It's not Amunumoyev, which was set aside and highlighted that you have to keep away from. It's Hochel. So therefore, rush. No worries. You can go conquer it. That's what it says in Yerushalmi. That's why it says Hochel only where. That's why it says clearly highlighted when Hashem says it to him. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu makes a point also as he continues on, right? And he says also again, he repeats the Hochel, right? We saw it again. Go find it again in this Chumash. Yeah, we saw it a couple of times, yeah? The Hochel. Richtig? Good. We appreciate why it says Hochel. 
sorry, it's Chav Dalet and Lamed Aleph, right? Chav Dalet and Lamed Aleph. Kum is so if you have a rain, it's not to be yotcha, sikh melechesh ben amori. Hachel, there's a hachel there, so hachel here, but by oig, there's no problem. Because oig is melechaboshon. So what's the problem? You can conquer it. There's no problem with conquering it. They conquer it. Good. Weiter. The Rogachover going says, with that we understand why we say artsoy. And it doesn't say amoy. Guess what? The only problem Moshe Rabbeinu had with Eretz Sichoin was what was annexed, annexed to Eretz Sichoin. Land. The land of Moyov and the land of Amoy. He had no problem with people. He had problem with the land. He's Sichon Melecheshboin. What is Cheshboin? Sichon dwells in Cheshboin. Cheshboin is Eretz Moyov. So Moshe Rabbeinu can't conquer the land. HaKadosh Baruch who says to him, Therefore, Chayl Rosh, he says, Anasati v'yotcha esichem alechesh bin ha'amori ves artsoi. His land, Chayl. You should know his land, which he annexed, is not a problem because it's Chayl. Mashiach, when it comes to, and normally he should have said artsoi v'amori, but you have to realize what's behind it all. Why was Moshe Rabbeinu hesitant? Because his hesitation was of this, that he was, a, he dwelled in Cheshboin. And Cheshboin was the land of Moyov. So he can't therefore fight against wage war against Sichon. So that's why Hashem says to him, don't worry about it. There's Aratzoi. But Hachel. Mashem can. That's why he repeats it again in Lamed Aleph. He says again. Uh, where, uh, it says again in Posuk Lamed Aleph. Sorry. Yeah. It's Aratzoi. Hachel. The same Nekudah. Mashem can. When it comes to Oig. It says Mefurish. What? Amoy Aratzoi. There's no Hachel. Because Oig has no. We don't have that problem with him. Now the Rogashover going says something very novel. We're going to finish. When it comes to Vayirash and Vayirshu, if I understand them correctly, first, oh, about the Chorov, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go back to Chukas. Now let's go back to Chukas and we'll analyze the differences also in Chukas based on all of this. So that's the, the core issue, that's the principal issue which we've raised and analyzed and explained and that's where we understand the, the expressions of the Torah in Parashas Dvorim. And now let's go back to Chukas and we will find the same uh, to analyze there too. The Rogachover going says you should know that when it says in the Torah, Vayaku, Vayaku, Lefichorev, and that was our question. Why when it comes to Baychukas, and when it comes to the Eretz Sichoin, HaKadosh Baruch it says in the Torah, Vayaku, right? Lefichorev, right? Lefichorev. Lefichorev, richtig? Shkoa. Vayakeyu, I'm sorry, thank you. 852, and that's where the Torah says, right? Now we can appreciate different Lashonis, which we didn't even bother highlighting. It says, right again, it says the Artsai. Over there it says the Artsai and the Amoy. Okay? Whatever. We asked, why did it say, correct? And there it says, well, of course, when you wage was, Lefichorev. Imazet. The Rogi Chover going says, <laughs> you remember? We once discussed it. This is before Shigemarin Sanhedrin. And a Gemara in Yevamis. Toysvis in Yevamis, Dav Kuftes. A Gemara in Sanhedrin. The Gemara in Sanhedrin says that how do you know that when it comes to capital punishment, you stop Menatzad? We mentioned this Gemara a couple of times already. Right? Says the Gemara, you know, we learn it from David Amelech. We're talking about girding the loins, right? I think that's the correct expression, the Deitch. It says that he girded his loins 
it says that the others girded and then he girded, right? The Loshna Posuk is, let's just go back and see what the Loshna Gemara is. I'll quote you the Loshna Gemara. The Gemara says, yeah, I'll read it to you. You don't start from the head of the Sanhedrin when it comes to the capital punishment. David said to his people, You should all gird your loins. He speaks to his people. Then it says, So first he speaks to his people and then he does it himself. So basically, the way the Mephoshim explained that, the Gemara is basically saying, from this passage we know, that David is secondary to his people. Now David was the Rosh Sanhedrin, right? And this, the, his people are the Chavri Sanhedrin. And how do we describe the Chavri Sanhedrin where you have to implement halachas? That they have a hair of Al-Tzidon. They have a sword, right? They're girded, their loins are girded with, with swords. In other words, we're talking about Melchantesh Torah. Yeah? We're talking about a war. And the Vesmedr is war going on. Big time, Right? Okay, the Ravit and the Rambam, you ever learned the Rambam and the Ravit? You saw what goes on there? Ahara Chavrusa, when she says, the Rambam and the Rambam, he says, and the Ravit shot a missile at the Rambam and the Rambam, oh, then the Bafosh comes and then send out their anti-missiles. Tutsach, nice, it's a main side joke. Anyway, Lahavdu, turned to Shulachim, I think we were kids that did it. The Iker. So it's very clear from the Gemara, says the Rogat Shover going, when it says in the Torah, the Torah Hagdosha, right, talks about Cherev, you know what it says in Shalom HaKadosh? Just by the way. The Rosh doesn't say this. But if, if you approach Torah that way, so maybe we can, you know, after all, the Rosh is like Abyssal Himmeldik, right? He doesn't usually really make it so tangible. It's a little abstract. Because you know what in Shalom HaKadosh says? You know, we think that the Torah is medaberes bitachtoinim umeramezes ba'elyoinim. In other words, he's talking down to earth about what really occurred, intangible things, and all it alludes to spiritual things. Say to Shalakosh and others also, Gedolim Mikubalim did the same thing. The Torah is metaberes boel yoinim umarambezes betachtoinim. He says, when you learn Chumash, you have to talk about the Himmel. Torah is talking a Himmel. And it happens to also be that it's a lesson for you down here on this earth about Torah and Gar and Himmel. What am I trying to say? The Rogachova, when he says in the Torah, so we simple fleshiki Eden, right? Look at Shota, we don't know long this, no Pshatlach. Yeah, push it to Eden Overland. We take a learned. Yeah, so if you mam, 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 bab, if it's nine tatam, it's mazayde. Keep Shota, by Yakay, you shall have a chorev, give a chorev, and do a chorev, I'm constant. So the Rogachova and Nechtikatog. The Vichorev, if you learn about Tereshaval Peh, the Vichorev means with the Psakaloche. So by Akeli Yisrael Avichorov means, let's go back to what we said. We're conquering Eretz Sichon. We have to conquer also what was annexed, annexed to Eretz Sichon. And what is it? Eretz Amonomoyov, right? Amonomoyov. What is the heter? HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives Moshe Rabbeinu a heter, Hochel Rosh. But what is, what triggers Moshe Rabbeinu to allow himself to do it? Only the Psakaloch of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So by Akeyu Yisrael Efichorev, there was a psakaloche here. There was a din. There was a din. There had to be a psakaloche of Hakadosh Baruch Hu to pass on. It's allowed. That's why when it says there by Akeyu Yisrael, when it came to Eretz Zichon v'Yoyik, so they smite them, but there had to be Efichorev with the psakaloche of the Sanhedrin. Otherwise, it wouldn't be allowed. They passed for him. I'm on the move. Here of the Zichon. That's why my younger doesn't say by Akeh Yisrael of Yichorev. Because Chorev in the Torah is not relevant. It's merely gave us a man of business how he hit him or I killed him. Correct? So the Yichorev has a total different definition. 
And therefore, connotation, and with this we appreciate, with all of this we appreciate what the Torah highlights it. Now, here it comes to a point which I'm not very sure what he means, but I believe he means as follows. With this he explains, with this he explains why it says singular, and later by oig it says plural. And I think, he doesn't elaborate, but he just says the word, and I think he means as follows. He says, when we, when, when Moshe Rabbeinu and Am Yisroel, right? There are hundreds of thousands of soldiers, right? Am Yisroel, we're conquering, right? We're amassing on, on Eretz Sichem V'yoyk. But if the whole basis and premise is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Psak, right? So it's singular. We're doing it only because of the Psak of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So it's like one people, Vayakku, Vayirash Asar, so singular. Everything is singular. In other words, of course, what is really triggering them, what allows them is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's that you can conquer them. Without... So there's a, you have hundreds of thousands of people. It's not their decision. It's not with their will. It's like Kodesh Baruch Hu's So therefore it's an individual unit which is conquering because it's all based on one individual psak. I think he means that. Torah. The Torah's psak. The Torah's perception. It's not the generals or the, or the, or the infantrymen or whatever. It's their decision. So when it comes to Oig, we're talking about tactics, Right? We're talking about, uh, uh, what do you call war tactics, right? So war tactics, yeah, you have, who knows how many people on all different levels, right? So it's Vayakeyu, right? What's the lesson of the Posuk? Chukas, yeah? So it says in the Posuk, Vayakeyu, Oisev, Hezbonev, Eskolamoy, right? Plural. Many people are conquering Eretzoi. Because each one's doing it based on them. They're, they're separate individual soldiers and people and infantrymen and camp that people are amassing, etc. But when it's coming to the Eretz Sichoin, there it's based on the Vayakeu Yisroel. Lefichore, therefore it's Vayirash Esartsoi, singular, not Vayirshu Esartsoi. Okay? I believe that we basically uh, reconciled all of uh, the differences. Did I? Did I? I think we did, correct? Good. So how is he going to explain I don't know yet. We'll soon see. Let's, before we ask questions, let's try to figure out what he's saying. And it's not a simple thing, let me tell you. Let's just go on to another point now. Now, here comes a section where I need your help. <clears throat> it seems that the Rabbi Chover going goes on to discuss, to highlight a point, which seems to be very interesting, to me at least, but I don't get it. And he there concludes so to sp- as if to say that there may be another reason why it says singular, by Yirash, singular, by Eretz Sichoi, and by Yirshu, plural, by Eretz Oig. And it goes on to say as follows. He says, you should know Eretz Sichoi was comprised of the Eretz Sichoi proper, then the, what was an- annexed, right? And that is the Amoy Numoyev. Says the Rogachover going, and here I don't get him. These are the words, and I'll read it for you, and he says it twice. So it's not a plate, it's a kulmus. There are different areas. He says, you should know. And he says it again also here, that Now, I don't, whatever. So I take Tanakh with Yiftach and Amon. That's the story, right? Now, Amon definitely came towards 
the Am Yisrael and claim their land back. And Yiftach says, what are you talking about? Okay, nothing doing. It's not your land. So they wait. The war is waged, and Yiftach is is dominant. Yeah, he he ends up winning, waging the. In other words, Amon doesn't fulfill what he wants to take back what was taken from him, right? And Yiftach really gets him out of the way, right? Good. The Rogachover Goin says the opposite of what is written. He says it clearly. In the Tanakh, it doesn't say he, they took. They didn't take. They wanted to take. But they didn't take. Thanks to Yiftach. They would have been mightier if not for Yiftach. Amon would have taken it back because he claimed his old claim. But the fact is that he didn't. So what is the Rogachever saying? What do you want to say? Help me. And then I'll tell you what I think the Rosh may mean. Is it, but is, is that correct? They didn't take it, right? That's the only story there. Finished. No. Before, just before Yiftach, they took it back. Yiftach took it back off them. Because uh, what, at that time, one of, the uh. king, one of the kings gave it back to, uh, yeah? to them. Yeah? Oh, basically. See, that's what I need your help. I, I told you I don't know. <laughs> is that clear there? I think so, yeah. Oh, well, I don't see that in the deliberation with Yiftach and them. I don't see no, such in the deliberation. Before Yiftach. That's why they went to Yiftach. They, you know, we need I, so I missed a section in, in Shoif Demestis. Yeah. It's before pa- Perik Yudalev. Yeah, I think so. Well, I would hope so. I would hope so. I don't want to say Pshetlach. If that's a fact, very good. I said, help me. Good. If it's a Mufur, Shepasek Tanakh, or a section of Tanakh, wonderful. Anyway, let's just go on. Becholoi from the Rogat going says that. So, excuse my Emiratis. It's If it's Mufur, Tanakh, it could be it's there. Before Perigadal, so it has to be before Perigadal. I think it's in time of the Mandukim, like uh, Isabel's time. Basically, okay, if that's the case, so without saying Dreidlach and what he's saying, right? I can say a possibility of what he may mean, but if you, that's the fact, it's good. And that is as follows Lafiza. According to that, it's finished. According to that, says the Rogachev, an interesting thing. He says, What's going on there? He says, Amanumoy of Tiru but if through, there was an era, a period in history where Amon gets it back from the Eden because they claimed it's ours, even though at some stage Sichon conquers Amon and Moiv, and that allows the Eden to conquer Amon, correct? Because really the conquering era is Sichon, because it was the next via, thanks to Sichon. But once Amon takes it back, right? Too late. Takes it back, excuse me. He says the fact is they take it back. Amon, it ends up going back to Amon somehow. Through Sichon, from Sichon, right? Or whatever, right? I don't know. And nevertheless, it's whatever. The outcome is that if it ends up going back to Amon, says the Rogachover going, all of that becomes undone retroactively. So it works retroactively. Because the whole hatter, the whole permission of the Eden to take Amon, is only thanks that's to Sichon. Now, if Amon highlights his ownership over it and he ends up becoming the owner of it, the true owner, so then retroactively it makes the Yidnu conquered Amon out of hand. Says therefore the Rogachover going, if nevertheless Yidn do conquer Amon and Moev, true at the end. It ends up going back and it works retroactively. That's why the Torah says, Vayira singular. Because, because they had no right to conquer it. And it's Begedah Kibush Yochit. 
When we're talking about the Am Yisrael headed by Moshe Rabbeinu with the mission, permission of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and leading you and he says, yes, conquer. So just like we conquered the land via with Yahushua, so the Am Yisrael is conquering the land. So it has, it's called a conquest of Pitera and it's Eretz Ovois and it becomes Gedusha's Eretz Yisrael, etc. The same goes with lands, with Moshe Rabbeinu, with Am Yisrael conquering with the permission, with the guidance of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now if the only header of the guidance of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is because it's Hochel Rosh, Right? It's only because the Sichon makes, cleanses, so to speak, and, and makes it ordinary territory of Ammon and Moiv, and that's why Ammon and Moiv is allowed to be conquered. But what happens at the end if Ammon takes his back? So Ammon reclaims ownership. So retroactively it works that way that the Eden end up conquering something as individuals. In other words, not as a Am Yisrael with permission of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Moshe Rabbeinu, but as individuals like we discussed, if you remember, Yorim ben Menashe and Mochir. Mochir is conquering land. Why? Because he fulfills the stipulation and therefore it's regarded as if Moshe Rabbeinu gave him the land. So it's the whole of the Jewish people who give him the land. Yoy who doesn't fulfill his stipulation, <laughs> therefore it says... He takes it because it's Napshatis that really he had the full right, right? It's Kibush Yochid, says the said the, the Rogachov are going in relation to Yarab Menashe, the Tasis of Satabi Dazor Dafchafala. Says the same will apply in relation to Amoin, to Eretz Sichoin. That's why the Torah writes by Yirash and not by Yirshu. By Oig it says by Yirshu, right? But by Sichon it says, by Yirash Asar, it's a singular, because we, we, we regard them coming to conquer the land, that it's not the Jewish people conquering with the guidance and permission of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because there's a problem of Ammon and Moyov who are outstanding in the land of Sichon, and they don't become officially, halachically annexed, because eventually it's going to boomerang, and it's going to therefore become undone retroactively. Good night. So there's this prat here in relation to Tanakh part, so I'll understand it. Yeah. Have a good night. It's after nine. Yeah, I think in the time of Achaz and Omri and all that, uh, one of the kings uh, of Israel, who was a Rusha, gave, gave them back. Uh, but it, ha- it has to do with Yiftach. Excuse me, yeah. it has to do with Yiftach. We gave them back the city, so for a while they had the but it's, city. But it talks about Yiftach and Amon, you see? I'm sorry. The Rabbi Shavar says, Mephurish, it's Yiftach. Hello? Wrong, and it really never happened. So I think the